it's Lisa. Welcome back to Tug Talks, episode four, Did You Know? This episode is all about certain things that you should know, whether you're a new dog owner or not. And I kind of just wanted to do a quick PSA, just in case you didn't, on some of these facts. Um, I myself recently learned a few of them, and I think they're just good to know in general, just to keep your dog's safety as your number one priority. So first, I want to say I'm sorry that this podcast took so long to get to you. I really don't have any excuse. Um, We haven't moved yet, and work has been pretty normal, Um, so (laughs) I'm really sorry about that, but I promise that we have some cool episodes coming up, like... um, a really big announcement happening next week that I'm so excited to share with you guys. Um, I've been getting a lot of requests for how to potty train a puppy. I assume a lot of people have gotten puppies over quarantine life, which like I said in the last podcast, it's such a good time to get um, to get one because you're at home, your life is more consistent being at home. Um, it's nice outside summertime, so it's great for potty training and just having fun while you learn to live life with each other. Um, I also have another episode coming up of some life updates and some much, much more exciting things too. So I am so excited to have all of this, have all of this stuff ready for you guys. Um, but that said, let's just get started. This one should be probably a short podcast, just, um, you know, some PSAs. So the first point is, did you know that dogs can't eat certain foods? You're probably like rolling your eyes. Of course you knew that. Um, chocolate is an obvious one. Um, raisins, maybe not so obvious. I'm not sure, but I did want to point out with raisins that my friend's dog, um, unfortunately ate a pack of raisins possibly um and they immediately rushed her to the vet and they were able to um pump her stomach so she was able to get the raisins removed but the vet did note and i've heard this from other people as well that just one raisin can actually kill your dog i don't know if it's clogging something because they just can't digest it or if it's something with toxicity um, I can't remember but just know that even one raisin can be super dangerous to your dog something I didn't know until like a couple years ago is that onions are actually so bad for your dog so do not feed your dog onions and um, a lot of people are confused about avocados they're actually bad too so in avocados there's a fungicidal toxin called, is it persin? P-E-R-S-I-N. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> um, but persin <laughs> can cause serious health problems and even death in many animals. Um, and it's present in the avocado fruit pits, leaves, and actual plants. So basically all of the parts of an avocado are potentially dangerous to your dog. So just be careful with that. Um some other things, I also can't pronounce this, Excel, oh my gosh, <laughs> X-Y-L-I-T-O-L, I don't know. It's something found in sugar-free gum, so that's really toxic to dogs as well. Macadamia nuts, I did not know that, um, so good to know. Won't give Tuggy or Charlie any macadamia nuts anytime soon. Um, grapes, that's the skin of the grapes, same with the raisins, um, 
garlic. I didn't know that garlic was also can be toxic to your dog. So just be wary of that if you're giving them anything that has garlic in it. And then, of course, some obvious points like alcohol, caffeinated drinks, raw yeast dough, raw or undercooked meat. Um, just be careful with what you're giving them. But I thought it was good to point out that um, maybe you didn't know that onions, avocados, garlic, um, sugar-free gum are all really dangerous to your dog. So just be careful with what you're feeding them. Um, Chewy recently posted some good human f- human foods for your dog are sweet potatoes, pumpkin, apple slices, cranberries, watermelon, green peas, and carrots. So those are some healthy options for your dog. I would say if in doubt, just make sure you research it before you give it to your dog because the last thing you want is for them to um, have a reaction or something um, to something that you've given them. On our second point of did you know, this is all about essential oils. I don't know um, if if a lot of you know this, but some essential oils are actually toxic for dogs and other pets in your house. So like cats or any other animal that lives with you. Um, but there are some essential oils that are okay as well. So you just have to do your research before using a diffuser or spraying anything. Same thing with candles. You just should be really weary about what you're putting into the air that your pet's breathing in because some of these oils really are um, toxic. So let's see, the toxic ones are citrus, pine, tea tree, which a lot of people use. Um, I don't know how to say this. Ylang, ylang. (laughs) Is that right? Or is it just like lang lang? Y-L-A-N-G, Y-L-A-N-G. I don't know, guys. I guess I should have researched more before I dove right into this podcast. (laughs) Um, Some essential oils are okay, which are lavender, eucalyptus, I actually love using both of those combined, chamomile, peppermint, ginger, frankincense, mirror. There are a bunch that are okay and safe for pets, but I would just say, again, just do your research before um, having any oils throughout your house or wherever your pet is because they are and can be toxic to your animals. Um, The third point of did you know is that dogs' paw pads on their feet can actually burn on asphalt or pavement in the summer if it's really hot outside. So I just want to say this quick announcement because I also, again, did not I don't know if I realized this because growing up, our dogs really lived um, with a lot of land and we weren't really walking them on sidewalks and pavement and such. So um, here in the city, now that I have Tuggy here, um, it's just really good to know that they can burn. Just be wary of that when you're taking them outside. So the way that you can test it is you can put the back of your hand on the pavement and if you can't keep it there for five seconds then it's too hot for your pup's feet um this is just also bringing to mind as well same with the winter time whenever there is salt on sidewalks that actually is so bad for your dog's feet on their paw pads too especially if the salt gets stuck in between their paw pads it could cause them to bleed and be really really painful for them so um, I would encourage you to always put booties on them in the winter and be wary of where you're walking them in the summertime and um, how hot it is out there 
On that note, you should also be sure to watch for signs that your dog is overheated. So like in this 90 degree weather that we've been having here in Pittsburgh, I can't take Tuggy on lock walks longer than 15 minutes and we go through two bottles of water in that whole duration and he is still so hot by the time we get back even though he pulls me the entire time he wants to go 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 we just can't do it so the way that you kind of work around that is just take um shorter walks take the take walks in the um morning or in the late evening when it's not so hot but just be wary because your dog will still and can still push through um walks with you even though they are overheating and unfortunately that is a big cause of death um for a lot of dogs in the summertime is just that they are overheated and unfortunately um the owner just wasn't aware of it so just be just be aware that they can overheat um keep them cool i always like to splash water on tugs pitters and um you know put it all over him after he gets a drink so that's kind of why we breeze through two bottles pretty quickly but um he gets so excited and we have to get his energy out somehow so all right let's see what is our next point okay so our next point and did you know is that there are actually a lot of house plants that are dangerous for dogs so um I didn't realize there were so many but here are some on the list that if your dog eats these plants they are they definitely have toxicity in them and it will be bad for your pet aloe azalea um daffodils yeah and some of these obviously aren't even house plants they could be outside so just be aware while your dog's outside that they're not eating any flowers or plants um hyacinth lily of the valley lilies tulips snake plants which are really popular in everyone's house houses these days um let's see Oh, something that's really big around Christmas time is poinsettias. So just be careful. Of course, poinsettias, whenever their leaves start falling off as well, those are still toxic to your dog. So just be careful. Um, And I will say another point of did you know is, and unfortunately I learned this whenever Tuggy was a puppy and we had the accident where I was walking down the steps and I had my laptop and books in my left arm and I had nine-week-old Tuggy in my right arm and we hit the last step and he pushed his paws off my chest launched himself into the air out of my arm I just lost control of him and he landed on his head on the floor um well I don't know if he landed exactly on his head but he definitely hit his head pretty hard he had a bump um that formed pretty quickly. I took him to the ER and they said that even though he ended up being fine, he just had a little bump. He was responsive to all the hearing and the seeing and um, all the tests that they gave him. But they said, if you ever think that your dog is concussed, you should take them to the ER because they have oxygen tanks. So if the dog is lacking oxygen from the concussion, that especially in that developmental stage of a young age for a puppy, that they, if they put them in that oxygen tank, they're able to, um, you know, get oxygen into their body, obviously much easier than if they were just trying to on their own. And in some instances it could save their life their life so just um know that I thought that was really good to know and I was happy that they told me about that god forbid anything ever happens again but at least now um we'll know what to do in a moment of panic 
Um, and then just some fun facts for you. Yawning is actually contagious. Um, I guess research has shown that the sound of a human yawn can trigger one from your dog. And it's four times as likely to happen when it's the yawn of a person he knows, which I thought was just so cute. And I have to say I would agree with that research because in my own personal research, I've noticed whenever I make a really big sigh, Tug or and Charlie, they both do it and they'll sometimes mimic me. And it's like the cutest thing ever. Like, oh my gosh, they're exhausted from working all day too. And I totally get that. Um, another fun fact is that human blood pressure actually goes down when petting a dog and so does the dogs. Isn't that so nice? I thought, oh my gosh, another such a nice thing. Okay, here's another fun fact. Um, whenever a dog kicks backwards after they go to the bathroom, it's actually not to cover it up, but to mark their territory using the scent glands in their feet, which I did not realize. And I've been making fun of Tuggy for the last two and a half years of his existence because he always does that. And I'm like, wow, good job, dude. Like you really covered that up. But I guess this whole time he's just marking his territory even more. Who knew? (laughs) And another fun fact is Charlie, before he poops, literally, as most of you know, he circles in the grass. Like one time we counted and it was 58 circles. I'm not even joking. I don't know why this particular day we decided and it ended up being like one of the longest circles he's ever done. Sometimes Charlie circles so much he gets dizzy and he falls over and then it really sucks because then we have to wait because he has to start the whole process over. But anyways, the reason that Charlie is circling is because it's an instinct ingrained in him patting down high grass. Like, um, you know, if he was in a field or somewhere, (laughs) it's just an instinct that is in him. Um, All right. Well, those were all of my fun facts for you guys. Just some quick PSAs, some quick did you knows and some things to be aware of, whether you're a new dog mom or dog dad. I hope that you learned something here today and I'm really looking forward to some of our podcasts to come. Also, just wanted to let you know earlier today, I did record Charlie snoring for a long time. (laughs) I know a lot of people have been requesting ASMR podcasts, so we'll see it's really calming. It's so funny to me that people want to hear this, but it actually kind of makes sense. So I'll throw that one up for you as a bonus and see if you like it and if you guys want more um, pretty soon. All right. That's all I have, guys. Again, this is Lisa. Thank you so much for joining Tug Talks podcast episode four. Did you know?